Real Issues is proudly brought to you straight from the smooth lips of Kyle and Michael to your ears by Mental Privacy Productions. Just when you thought it was safe to go back onto the internet, here comes MPP. If you'd like to join the Real Issues podcast, have a question, want us to talk about anything comic book related that's close to your heart, then go over to the MPP Facebook page and give it a like, or send us a direct message. Or don't. We're still going to be doing these with or without yous. GFYS bitches. Alright guys, welcome back to Real Issues. Uh, This is part two of episode four. We had to put a pin in it last week because we talked for about two hours um, just about everything that we love. We went off on on tangents a little bit, so chunked it out a lot more. But also there was big news from last week. What made it so much bigger is that the Justice League trailer dropped. So we talked about that for a good 45 minutes. Um... And that's that's what part this part two is about this week. So um, also to regard, we learn what Michael's new um, mystery comic that he picked up is. So he talks about that for a good ten to fifteen minutes, and then we go deep into the Justice League trailer. Um, and you know, you can practically hear us pissing our pants talking about it uh, and the level of excitement that we have. So. Without any further ado, here's part two of episode four. Hope you guys enjoy it. Well, it, it isn't new, but like it's new to me. Yeah. Um, it's called Pretty Deadly. No, I haven't heard of it. Neither did I until like a few weeks ago. Oh. But that's, funnily enough, it's another one that's on hiatus. Oh, um, it's actually, the, Im- the writer is a, is a woman. Is it Image? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, the writer is a woman, and the artist, the penciler, is a woman as well. Emma, oh. Emma Rios is the penciler, and the writer's writer is Kelly Sue DeComic. Kelly Sue DeComic. Oh, I think I've heard that name. Can you can you spell it for me? Her last name. So D E. D E C, O N N I C K. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about it. Um, it's it's very hard to explain because it doesn't follow the typical three act structure. Yeah. Um, but it's, God, how do I do this? It's set in like old West, wild West sort of time and setting, but the, the whole story <laughs> goes uh, a little further back. Um, it involves a man marrying this girl that he's been in love with since he was a kid, but he, I don't know how detailed I should go into this. He, basically ended up sort of just taking her into town just to show her off sort of thing he ended up treating her like an object and because he got so paranoid about losing her he ended up locking her in a tower and she got you know so depressed and blah 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 she like she prayed for death she just wanted to die and death came and fell in love with her fuck um and and they had a kid together yeah um the kid Sorry. All right. <laughs> and the, the kid ended up sort of growing up and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, it fast forwards. <laughs> this story's so fucking complicated. Not complicated, it's just not typical. Yeah, um, it already it, sounds fucking out there. Yeah. Um, the Yeah, the kid grows up to be like a, a reaper, essentially. Um, and she's trying to kill her the man that locked up her mother 
essentially. Fuck. She's she's trying to get revenge for her mum. Yeah. Against the the dude that locked her up and like he's he's like an old man now. He's had regrets. He's you know he's trying to repent for what he did and all this other crap. And there's like a little girl involved who's meant to succeed death. She's meant to be the new death because every death has a cycle and when their cycle's up a new one comes in to take their place yeah and the current death wants the the little girl dead because he wants the cycle to end he wants death to disappear from the world so no one has to die ever again oh fuck yeah it's fucking nuts dude but like the the writing itself and the dialogue is just so entrancing it's fucking brilliant because like it's like a story within a story within a story like you got a a rabbit a dead rabbit mind you <laughs> telling telling the story to a butterfly as they run around this whole like forest thing running into other animals and stuff and you get this story told to you and then an, another story within that and at the end of it you find out that like the the bunny and the butterfly were actually in death's garden the whole time fuck but, yeah it's fucking nuts like it's so good uh, there's like two trades out at the moment i've only read the first one yeah well um, but, the... but it does end pretty conclusively and it just as far i think the next trade actually picks up like many years later yeah so, well like each trade is its own contained story i'm i'm just looking at the wiki now and it says mm. yeah the first the first trade came out in april of 2014 so yeah yeah and this next one is august 2016 so yeah yeah it's quite some time it, it went on a bit of hiatus yeah yeah and there's only, there's if, if you, only 10 if issues you got it on google just like look at the images like the art is yeah that's that was the next thing i was gonna phenomenal. say i'm looking at the cover and it looks superb like it's i don't know if you've seen it but it's the it's like a pink water reflection of, yeah. oh, I'm guessing the main character, but you know, even the more uh, I look that, at it, that's that's Death's daughter. That's yeah, Jeannie. yeah. It um, what I really like just instantly by it is the only color in that cover is the reflection of the water. Like yeah, her and the grass is actually gray. Yeah, like black yeah. and white, gray wash. Yeah, it fucking. Yeah, the 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 art of it looks superb, and I think that that's it says here Spanish artist Emma Rios. Emma Rios, yeah, yeah. she's fucking phenomenal. Dude. Yeah, she. I think I swear I've heard that name, heard that name before. Too. Yeah, she's she's drawn for Marvel. She's worked at she's yeah. worked at Boom. So yeah, that's yeah. Give me a sec. She's worked on she's worked on Amazing Spider Man, uh, Girl Comics, Runaways. So yeah. She's, Check um, that link I just sent you in Skype. Like that's the essentially the cover for the trade. So yeah. Where did you send it? In in Skype in the message chat thing. Where's the message? Oh okay yeah I got it. I'm new to Skype. <laughs> Calm down. Technology mate. Fucking yeah I know room. I know right. <laughs> it's doing my head in. Yeah she um, that's just loading now but fuck, it's. I think it's that Spanish influence because it just, yeah, it kind of looks. It definitely has that sort of like, yeah. Yeah. Spanish oh god. Yeah. This this cover is beautiful. I love, I love how it's got this overtone of 
of pink like mm. throughout it and it's like the rocks the the people you know like the only green in there is the is the grass and the and what looks like cac- some weird cactus but is yeah. that the main character right at the front uh i don't know who that is give me give me a sec i've got to go back to it because it looks like she's holding a dead like a, a <clears throat> skeleton uh the no is that, death? that is um that's the woman that got locked in the tower oh that's her mother okay yeah uh and death yeah she's holding death yeah um oh. death's daughter is the one with the cowboy hat on the right yeah and the mason which is the guy that married the chick is on the left Oh, okay. And the, the, the little girl the is, is the, the one to succeed death. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, that looks <clears throat> that looks beautiful, doesn't it? Mm. I love yeah, I, um, I I love um the mother's face. Yeah. That that it's looks just so it's so sad but so kind of neutral at the same time. Yeah. But I it, think it's just sad and like unforgiving. You you know you know what it it feels like a cross between Japanese and Spanish kind of culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of samurai Bushido kind of silent wind, you know, mm. but then you have this Spanish art that just looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Good pick. I'll, I'll pick, I'll have to pick that up as well. Pretty. Yeah, I mean, it's like two trays and you probably won't get another one for like two more years. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty deadly. All right. Yeah. Definitely pick yeah. that up. Uh, look, looking just... at Kelly Sidiconic though, she's written a fair amount. Like, she's written Captain Marvel. Oh, um, shit. Like, a fair bit of Captain Marvel, actually. Um, she's written Supergirl, Adventures of Superman in 2014. Jesus. Yeah, she's worked for IDW as well, 30 Days of Night. Yeah, she's yeah. done a lot for Marvel. A hell of um, a lot. Boom. Oh, she's worked she's, She's worked on Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah. And Adventures of Superman. Yeah, Dark Horse yeah, Ghost. Yeah, no, yeah, she, she, she's a, like, that's, this is the only thing I've read of hers, but mm. my God, I, I want to pick up more of her shit. Yeah. Because it just, it fucking, <laughs> it tore me apart, like, it, basically, whenever I say something, like, you know, it fucking, it ruined me, uh, it just means it was so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Mate. You know, it's, it's good, it's good to see more female-led creative teams. Like oh, there, yeah. there are oh. not, there are not many, at all. Absolutely, yeah. like I think it's why, like I really dug uh, the Legend of One Woman. Yeah, because like I mean, granted, granted, it treaded familiar ground. Like you know, I I know the Wonder Woman origin story backwards, but it was it was well written. But I did buy it as well just to support the fact that you know it was written by a chick. Yeah. It was written by a woman. And, like, uh, especially with Wonder Woman, I love it when Wonder Woman is written by women because they get it. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those... It's just one of those things that's like, yeah, it's like it's the female perspective. It's like, mm. I am not going to sit here and dare say that, you know, I'm not... You, you, you'd never listen to a man in a conversation tell you what it's like to be a female. Yeah. You know, it's like, you, you could, but ultimately at the end of the day you're gonna be like well you got no idea like you know like mm. you've got a you've got a penis dude like you you yeah. haven't gone through the trials that a woman may may have done so yeah 
It's I, I think one Wonder Woman should to me it should always be the default. Like women should always be writing Wonder Woman. Yeah. I, uh, I mean when it when it comes right and down, drawing. To it, the right the the right writer for the right job. Yeah. Like it, you know, oh, like if at the time a male is probably the best writer for Wonder Woman, then so be it. But, yeah, look, I'm I not, mean, at, I, the, at the moment, like I just I'm I really love seeing great female writers just yeah. doing their thing. Yeah, look, I'm not I'm not saying a, a man couldn't. Like, look, I, yeah. I love I love Grant Morrison's Earth One Wonder Woman. I thought that was that was brilliant. Yeah, um, fucking Azarella's run on Wonder Woman was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like, it's like. It's it's but it's just one of those things for me. I'm just kind of like yeah. I'm like I don't know to be. I don't know, how do you, how do you write from a woman's perspective? Hmm. Like because like if you know, you you write, well I think we've both been at a point where you kind of like you either try you write fan fiction for your character for you know, a character that you love and it be Batman or, or Superman or Flash yeah. or or whatever Swamp Thing. Hmm. But it's they're all from that kind of male perspective, though. Like yeah, yeah. So you're like, it's... I mean, I mean, the the best way if if you're a male and you want to write Wonder Woman, don't focus on the fact that she's female. Yeah. Don't try and do it from a female perspective. Do it. Write her as the person she is and what yeah. she stands for. Yeah. Then then you'll have no problem. And and you know I think that's why, that's why um Morrison's I love Morrison's. Earth One so much because he, he basically listen listening to him on a podcast that's he summed it up perfectly. He's like the it's called um, Wonder Woman Earth One: The Trial of Diana Prince, and he goes the reason he called it that he goes he goes because one Wonder Woman's always always on trial, but then you know beyond that, women in general in like yeah. in the, the kind of male led society, women are always on trial. And I was like, yeah. yeah, like, fuck, yeah, that's, that's really good. And I, and that translates through the story. And I'm like, yeah, mm. fuck, that's absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be picking up this pretty deadly because this looks fucking, it looks absolutely fantastic. Oh, dude, it's, oh, it's probably one of the better comics I've read recently. And that's like, such... I, 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 it, nothing's really hit me that hard probably since Tokyo Ghost. Oh, wow be cool so yeah um there's something to say for art that is that capturing too like mm. especially in comic books like how yeah. many times do you you pick up a cover and you get transfixed by the cover you're like oh wow like this is before even opening it up like this this cover itself is taking me places and you, yeah. you you'll buy it for the cover like because that's that's the that's the step. That's the leap that gets you into the book. You know. That's essentially what I did. Like I saw the art and I'm like getting it yeah. straight away. I yeah. didn't even care what it was about. So yeah, oh, I love I love books like that. And then you know it it makes it that much better when you read it because you've already got this connection to it visually. And then when yeah. you read it and you're like, oh my god, like this is brilliant. This is perfect. Um, that's actually a probably good segue into my pick this week the, okay. the one the one that I feel like people recommended reading for anyone jumping into comic books <laughs> or you know if they've got you know this probably wouldn't be one for somebody who's jumping into comic books but have got their stuck their big toe in and, and, and felt felt the water like mm. 
who knows who knows a little bit about comic books and wants to get get into it more um it's kingdom come mark mark wade and good book and alec ross man i I think to be honest you'd probably need a bit more than a big toe in in the comic book look i i Um, i'd have to say as long as you know the main the main characters which is batman and superman and to an extent wonder woman but more so batman and superman I think hmm. if you know you know about their history, I'm f- I'm positive that you'd be able to pick that up and still be c- just completely fucking fallen into it and just lock yourself away and read read the whole the whole trade paperback in one one sitting. Yeah, because the the thing that got me with it was Alex Ross, um, Alex Ross's art. It's Oh my god! Like, dude, I I remember before, um, before kind of d- jumping back into comics. Like, you know, you have that, <laughs> you have that trial period that most people have, that hiatus that everyone gets uh, when you're a teenager. Um, yeah, Kingdom Come came out around that time for me when I was in hiatus. So when I when I jumped back into it, I seen images of Alex Ross. Alec Ross's work before I even got this issue and I always just assumed that it was just an art like an artist's rendition like mm. it wasn't in a comic book it was just this this artist this incredibly talented artist drawing things that he loved I was like oh wow yeah these these are beautiful these are great and then you know you get back into comics and then you're like holy shit no th- there's a whole comic book like this artist he's done a whole fucking comic book yeah, it. Yeah. and then I think that blew my mind as well. Yeah, uh, I I couldn't believe it because it's it is so realistic. Like yeah, and I, I just I it dumbfounds me that somebody has hand drawn this. Like yeah, I I don't yeah, just the the talent behind it is fucking fantastic. But to make it even that much more better is that you pick it up and then you read it and then you're like. The writing in this is just as brilliant. This this story mm. is just as br- as brilliant as the fucking art. Like I I um I read it in preparation again for this, and I think it would be the third time that I read it. But this third time was it it been because I picked it up years ago now, and so mm. it's been it's been years since I've picked it up. And I've read so many other stories in between them that kind of you you kind of get muddled, like. You know what I mean? Like, you, you think back to a, a story, the last, you know, one that you've read three or four years ago about Superman, and they, you know, s- somehow, I don't know how, what it's like for you, but I get them confused sometimes. <laughs> like, I start I start putting in things from other stories into stories that shouldn't be there. Um, but I picked this one up. Again, it's only, it's only four, four issues or chapters in the trade paperback. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'll read this first one just now I think I was on my lunch break and I didn't want to put it down I ended up coming home from work and reading the rest of it because I was like I forgot how good this this is and it and it basically do you remember it? I, I remember a, 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 a decent amount yeah well well you know for, for the uninitiated if anyone that wants to pick it up um, the, the main story the story is basically it's old Superman so Superman's 
and yeah, all all the all the all the superheroes, the the superheroes that we know, Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman, uh, Shazam, they they're all old now. Um, and what happened was is that their their sons, daughters, and then their grandkids have kind of taken over, not taken over the earth, but this new generation of heroes, and it's they're they're not the heroes of yesteryear. They they don't have humanity's interest at heart. They they fight for the sake of fighting, and yeah. it's basically it's killing people and the earth at the same time. Um, Superman's been in exile for ten years, and that's what sparked this. Is that um, you learn throughout the story? There's a main character called Magog, who is at the time he was this kind of new hero that's come come about he killed the joker because it's hinted at that joker killed lois lane and even even so because you know they say in it that joker got into the daily planet and he killed he says he killed 99 men and one woman and you know lois is dead like they say it early on in one of the issues so Mm. it's kind of hinted at that he did it Still, Superman didn't want to kill him. Superman wouldn't cross that line because it's like, yeah, Superman's like, yeah, you, you. This is why we do this. We, we, we save lives. We do, we do not take them. So, before you, you know, punish someone, you help them. And it's like, yeah, that's. Mark Wade has hit the nail on the head with Superman. So I'm like, yeah, that's when you boil it down to it. That's that's what I feel a true Superman would do. Um. So yeah, Magog's killed Joker, and, and by this point, everybody in is like, yeah, it's the Joker. We're not we're not talking about you know trickster. We're talking about the Joker, you know, hmm. murderous psychopath. So the the all of Metropolis, close to all of the tri- Metropolis, back Magog, and so he's kind of Metropolis's new. Um, poster boy Superman then goes into exile you know obviously dealing with the with the grief of losing Lois but also to losing Metropolis so for 10 years he's been in seclusion so the heroes feel like he abandoned them um and then the whole story arc is Superman coming back and then having to deal with the the children of his friends and the granddaughters and them kind of destroying the planet and he gets back the original Justice League and then it pits pits a war basically between um you know old Superman, old Batman, old Wonder Woman, old Lex Luthor, old Shazam and it's oh fuck it's such a good story dude. That that first issue with um it's all leading to Superman coming back and he doesn't come back until like the final two issues and he like mm. takes out two fucking you know, quote unquote heroes that are fighting on top of a, a um, city bridge that disconnect the cable car, and he like incapacitates all the fucking heroes that have caused it, and then saves the ca- the the um this cable car that's falling <clears throat> off into the water with a bunch of citizens in it, and it's like just and it's drawn in Alec Ross's beautiful way, like from from a downward perspective looking up and he's he's holding the heroes um in each hand and hold and got the fucking cable car on the ground behind it um hanging behind him like 
with everybody safe. I'm like, God damn it. God damn you. Mark Wade and Alex Ross. Um, but yeah, but anyone who wants to jump in, jump in, I'd say, who, who know a little bit about Superman, I'd, I'd, only, I'd just recommend that, that you have a little bit of history behind you with Superman. Because I think no. that was written in the 90s or something. Yeah, or what? late 90s. Because yeah. I, I read something into I ended up looking into it after that too. It was something interesting. You know how that book came came about? Is the the um that's kind of like a commentary by Mark Wade and Alex Ross on Image Comics at the time. Because you remember in the nineties when Image were just kinda like pumping out issue after issue and it was just these really kind of spawn like characters. You know what I mean? Like Yeah murderous and murder or just all anti-heroes that kind of didn't have any regard for hum humanity they were they were dealing more with their own internal conflicts but yeah. then there was no real like we're doing this for the betterment of humankind hmm. um it was a commentary on that and i was like oh this shit i was like yeah you can say it like after i read into it i was like yeah you can really say it yeah 1996 there you go so um, yeah, that's my recommended reading for this week. But Fair enough. Have you got anything? Um, or just the the issues? Um, I would probably. I'll chuck in a a flash story actually. Oh, laid on written so. by written by Jeff Johns. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the immortal. Fucking when he's legendary, goddamn Flash, Wally West run. Yeah. Um. It's called Blitz. It's the actu actually the introduction of Hunter Zolomon. Oh, nice. Who ends up being Zoom. Um, mainly because I love I love this Zoom, this particular one because he wasn't the he wasn't Flash must die. I must kill the Flash. Hmm. His motivations are I need Flash to be a better hero. I want him to be a better hero. And the only way to make him be a better hero is to make him suffer. So, or, or to make him go through a traumatic experience. So, you know, Zoom sets up this whole thing where he tries to, you know, kill um, Linda, yeah. who's Wally's wife. Um, it's this whole, like, epic game of, like, cat and mouse and shit and whatnot. And just how... And, and who Zoom is, like, Hunter Zolomon was Wally's friend in the police force, and this accident happened. I think he was trying to recreate the the, the conditions that turned. Yeah. Yeah, the chemical reaction, and it all went wrong. And But he ended up getting powers anyway, um, named himself Zoom, which his name sort of has those letters in there. And not only that, but, like, I've, I remember mentioning this to you, like, years ago. Yeah. Well, the way... Jeff wrote Zoom's dialogue. It was very. Um, it was like he was talking at different speeds randomly throughout sentences. Yeah, I remember. I do remember you mentioning that to me. And I thought that was just absolute genius because he he got his powers through an accident, so he he doesn't have complete control over himself. Yeah. 
like yeah you know like he can run fast and do whatever blah 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 but like it's it's still fucking with him in a way where he can't control the speed that he talks at so and i mean reading it it was a bit hard to kind of get used to but in my head i sort of imagined how he would speak and i just i want to see that live action yeah like i just want to see him talk like that and just be because i reckon it'd be quite disturbing yeah to be honest it adds another element to it because like what you said you you read it you you imagine what what that would be like what to hear that and you were like yeah that that would terrify you like Mm. and because you you you'd imagine the pitch and the tone wouldn't sound the same that would just randomly fucking change yeah and Mm. it would freak you the fuck out so yeah. yeah i wonder what that would be like to live action so yeah that that sounds really good what what's what's it called again uh blitz i, blitz. I don't even know if you can get it on its own to be honest yeah it would probably be in a, um, one in a trade paperback but it's it, yeah it'd be in a collection yeah um narrowing it, like it down f- it was like volume two of the flash it was like issues 197 to 200 so oh wow <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> Yeah. So when when was when were they written then? That would have been early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Early two thousands. Yeah. Um, Don't remember the exact year. Yeah, Jeff Johns. Fuck he. Um, he that that he, man. He, he did a lot for a lot of the lesser known. Well, not lesser known, but I don't even want to say joke characters, but just the the kind of made... C and D grade characters of the universe. Right. I wouldn't even go that far, but like B grade. Like he he gave a lot, he gave a lot more substance to a lot of characters that not a lot of people gave attention to. Mm. I think, like he he totally revitalized the lands, like yeah. single hand. Oh yeah. Like, like Hal is just a fucking powerhouse now. Like the whole core, like they're they're easily one of my favorite books to read. Yeah, oh dude, my, mine too. Like, ah, oh, dude, it's it's one of those. He he's. He's amazing in in a sense of, like what you said. He he water, he breathes new life into these characters, but he does mm. it in such a way that even like five, six, seven years after he's dropped the pencil on those characters, other creators pick them up and they they kind of piggyback off of his stuff, yeah. and they still yeah. got that they've still got that aura about him. Like, oh, dude, I, yeah, that's. One of the main reasons now that I try to keep up with Green Lantern is because I'm like, Jeff Johns' run on Lantern, like, especially the Sinestro Wars, like... Yeah, the Sinestro Core Wars all the way through to, like, Brightest Day. Yeah, like, that run is absolutely brilliant. And yeah, and even the writers now, they're, they're working with stuff. Like, we've talked about it, we've talked about it on the second podcast with how fashioning a ring out of pure will like i i mm. that would not have happened even though jeff johns didn't write that that wouldn't have happened without jeff johns yeah you know and yeah. that's what he brings to to the universe when he writes it so that's yeah yeah the I flash mean, he, is he, definitely he created honest. like volthoom he created the first lantern and he's back in like he's terrorizing jessica and simon yeah like he He's still. You can still feel the effects of what Jones did in the Lantern story today. Yeah. Not so much with like Justice League. Um, like his his run of the Justice League was it was good. It wasn't great by any stretch, but mm. it was good. 
Um, but that's definitely sort of moved on but to I, its own thing. You don't really see a John's influence there anymore. Yeah. I, I and think... even same with The Flash, to be honest. Like, you know, it's not Wally anymore, obviously. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. But, like, there's, there's, a, there's a part of me that's, like, I think when you, when you give this guy a universe to write... And you and you you can either say okay look just yeah like just pump out the issues with it he'll go mm. he'll go on he I think he'll be able to do that with his eyes closed um, but when you're like okay look uh, you know fucking we're we're thinking about bringing back Swamp Thing you know like yeah. there, there seems to be a resurgence of people that like that can you restart something here he does it in such a way that's just like he, he's built this this uh structure that's just like mm. people can build off of that for, for for years to come like i would yeah. i would absolutely love to see him pick up like you said b-grade characters like even here like booster gold imagine a booster gold jeff john's run that you know what i would love mm. specter oh dude yeah a, a jeff john's run specter would be fucking phenomenal that that would be fucking outstanding yeah, even yeah. even more so his when it spans a universe, like universe expanding. Yeah, I think the, like, the bigger the scale, the better he is. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that he's he's very good at. Funnily enough, he's very good at like rebirth. Yeah. He's good at <laughs> That's, dude. Giving, I giving like new new life to a character, like just sort of bringing them back from the dead, essentially. Yeah, I uh, dude. I will from from now on till the day I die I think I will always pick up a Jeff Johns comic I'll always be like anything new that he puts out even if it doesn't even have to be DC like I know mm. he done he done a very limited run at Marvel um mm. I forget I forget what but I know it was very limited um I, I'll pick up his stuff I'll always pick up any anything that he puts out yeah just I mean, enough. you know, he's he's not really writing anymore, but uh, yeah. you know, DC's his home now. So yeah, well, he's, I kinda, think he's. I'm, I'm glad he's there. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he. I've heard him. I've heard him talk um, on various podcasts and and interview interviews, and I think he loves comics, but more than more than that, he loves DC. Like he loves that world, and yeah. it really comes through with with his writing. It yeah. comes through so much. Like he, he works. I, I think He's it the really bridge. Came through. It really came through with rebirth. I think. Yeah, definitely. Like you, you could just feel the love. Yeah. Of the universe. Like I, it, I haven't heard. It, it, it reinvigorated my love for the universe. To be honest. Yeah, dude. I fucking, yeah. it didn't reinvigorate my love for it because, yeah, like it didn't reinvigorate it, but it, I don't know. It just made me. You know what? It made me be like, this is why I love the universe. It gave yeah. me, it gave me a good because I've recommended that that issue, that single issue alone, to people mm. who don't read comic books, but like that, like you know, comic book characters from the movies or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, I'm trying to convert them. I'm like, you know, I'm like a Jehovah's Witness. I'm like, yeah. you know, <laughs> trying to sell on fucking watchtowers all over the place. You know, I'm selling issues of Rebirth. Just being like, you pick, read this, read it. This is, yeah. <laughs> you live by this. Just tapping it, putting it on the table and tapping it. I'm like, this this will be your new life. Trust me. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's the bridge now between 
the movies, any and like movies, games, um, and television, to he's the bridge to comics now. So I know he does. Mm. Uh, he done a lot of work on Flash, the TV Arrow, and Flash when they first came out. Now yeah. you know. Now he's like an executive producer on on all the DC EU movies. So he's got that. I think he's the chief cre- chief creative officer at DC. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so fucking good on him, man. Which that's a good segue. I oh, know. I was gonna say. Yeah. Fucking, speaking of the DCEU. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of DCEU, goddamn Justice League trailer, man. Yeah. We, Finally. We this podcast all, didn't we? Ah, oh, fuck, man. That um. Ah, uh, did did you see the lead up to it? They two two days ago like they the sneak peeks. Yeah, sneak yeah. peeks. Oh, fuck! That was perfect. That was perfect because it just got you so. It got me so fucking like. Get, is it sad day yet? Is it sad day yet? Is it sad day? <laughs> like, well, for us Sunday because we're a, a day ahead. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, like I woke up this morning to it, and it, it had been out for like four hours, and that was. Or everything, everything on my newsfeed. Like <laughs> every every story was was a link to it, or a link to an article about it with with the trailer in it. But there was um, what I was what I was surprised at it was like all the kind of little new new bits of information that we've got about the Justice League now because of it. So there's mm. like a few major things but what what was your first initial reaction to it uh i i honestly don't know like i i I watched it and i was like that was a good trailer like i was it didn't tell us anything which is Mm. a big thing for me like it it didn't didn't fucking give away the whole story yeah it was like look Um, this is what it's about that's it like, yeah, and like barely even that. It just it gave us the tone of the movie, and the style. Mm. And my God, man, it it looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Just stylistically, visually, it just looks beautiful. Um, to me, <laughs> fucking, I feel like Momoa is gonna steal a lot of this movie. Oh, uh, dude, I I've been saying that since he got cast, and th- that was a big thing for me to say because the like. I, I necessarily didn't like him too much. Um, when he was cast as Aquaman, I was like, oh, okay, like yeah, let's see, let's see what he does. And then seeing the images, I was converted. I was like, yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah, this this guy, <laughs> this guy's Aquaman. And then and then coming into Justice League, I was like, I, I said it about a year and a half ago. I was like, he is going to steal the show when when he is when he's got his own movie, like or when he's eventually in the Justice League. He will steal mm. the show because he's going to be yeah. phenomenal, and that's from this mm. trailer. That's exactly what's going to happen. Like yeah. him, come on, dude! Yeah. Aquaman riding the Batmobile, then yeah. jumping into a fucking three or four parademons. Oh, uh, when on. he threw his trident and like impaled too. Oh yeah, God, that's pretty fun, badass as well. Oh, dude! Yeah. Like that's yeah. He, I I can't wait to see him move more with the character you know what I, mean? I, I want more aquaman I just want more of it um yeah what did you my my favorite favorite part of the trailer though would have to be um flash seeing 
seeing like seeing how he moved because I was really curious. I was, I was gonna say that. Yeah. I was gonna say like the the way they they're using the speed force and yeah, mainly from a visual aspect, it yeah. just works. Yeah, it it just like that that shot. It's like a half second shot behind him running full kind of full speed speed force yeah, yeah. lightning around him but like particles of the suit almost yeah. kind of like coming off and i was like jesus mm. christ that looks amazing like yeah. fucking and more that, of that when he was dodging those bullets from oh. the parody and like just how quickly he moved like not not to shit on the show or anything but like they've never done anything like that no yeah, I, guess, with I, don't, the... I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like this, the Ezra Miller Flash seems a lot more powerful than oh, yeah. the Grant Gustin Flash. Yeah, like, he dude. knows what he's doing. Dude, that that part where he's kind of like crouching and then he throws his arm down and takes off. Yeah. Did you see so somebody slowed that down like frame oh, yeah. by he frame? An after image. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, that is absolutely brilliant. Like, who the fuck? Why hasn't anybody thought of that before? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, with, with the Flash TV show, like, obviously, it's probably budgetary limitations, but yeah. I'm like, just that... I mean, not only that, but, like, Grant Gustin Flash just isn't that powerful. He's yeah. not that fast. Yeah. So. But it's like him him leaving and then still having that image there for, like, half a frame. Mm. Like, oh, fucking hell, dude. Like... I, I, I just... I love, I love how they're using the Speed Force. It yeah. just... It works. And it you, know what, works. you know what I hope they're doing? He seems a little, like... I was, I was, I was talking about this from the... Just from the teaser. You know how he, he kind of, like... There's a moment where he stops and has a breath and then puts his hand together or, or hands together almost as if he's praying. Um, mm. I'm like... It felt like they were kind of trying to mix kind of eastern kind of tai chi with the speed force and he's going to be looking at the speed force as a religion you know what i mean but not like a religion in that sense but like you know what I mean? yeah he, like he recognizes it as some like a force some other power yeah, yeah like, like tai chi you know what i mean yeah. and i'm like if they'd done that i'm like i don't know about you but i'd be i'd be so totally okay with it because that <laughs> that would just add this this another layer like an undercurrent to the speed force as it is, you know what I mean? Like as you know, as a yeah, I, I, I don't fan. know if I'd be okay with it because like to me, like Barry's a man of science. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Science, yeah. And like he, obviously he he doesn't know a hundred percent what the speed force is, and a lot of his life he's trying to learn what it is and trying to understand it. So yeah, I suppose that kind of puts a roadblock in it. Then if he's like. Yeah, this is a force that I don't understand, but I, I I know how it works. Yeah. 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 You're right. I didn't think of that. Yeah. But um, dude, everything. Yeah. Look who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. You. You. And and like the, the the only slight gripe I have with Ezra Miller's Flash is that he's he's Barry Allen. Yeah. But he he does seem to be acting a little bit like Wally. Yeah. I think I think that's the age with what they're going because yeah. Ezra yeah. Miller does look a lot younger than what you mm. would expect like a, a Barry Allen to, to yeah, look yeah. like I, I, I totally get it and I'll, I'm probably fine with it it just seems a bit weird like if yeah. you're gonna have a jokey 
light-hearted flash and why not just make it wally yeah yeah it's it's one of it's one of those things where it's like yeah even even i picked that and it's like it's nitpicky at best but still it's one of those things it's like yeah you're right like don't come on just just leave put if you're gonna make barry allen then make barry allen don't yeah don't try to like oh we'll we'll have a mixture of the two because we we may not ever have a wally west it's like you know Mm. just do barry allen first and then if that takes off worry about wally later yeah worry about wally later um like i I said i understand why they're doing it yeah that that's not to say that like barry's a serious sam all the time you know he's no he's he's lighthearted himself but but like he doesn't crap jokes every two seconds sort of thing but so. like like you said though, Barry is a scientist. He is a there's an element of like yeah seriousness to him, you know like yeah. yeah I just feel like yeah. I, Wally, I wouldn't even say seriousness. I'd say like he he has a an air of wisdom about him. Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably a lot better ex- explanation. Yeah, is more you know kind of with that people don't associate humor and wisdom. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they, you know, they think wisdom. They think, yeah, or somebody who's more intellectual, who's not yeah. cracking jokes as much. But yeah. yeah, um, yeah, like I said, nit nitpicking at best. Um, fucking, the things that I was saying that that we got that we got things that we got a lot to look at was like mirror was one of them. Like you got oh my god, dude, fucking mirror, fuck, oh dude, she looked she looked great, like. She looked. Yeah. She looked like Mira. You know what I mean? Like, even the way she like, moved. I'm just, I'm just. I'm so happy that we get to see a live action Mira. Like that's something I never thought I'd see ever. Yeah. Like. Oh, like dude. at least, at least not for like five more years or something. But, but you know, we're getting a live action Mira this year. Dude. Like what the fuck? But even, even more, more than that, man. It's like a live action Mira underwater. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, not yeah. just, oh yeah, here's Mira and she's on fucking, she's on the edge of a cliff near the sea. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. Here's Mira, pres- presumably in the kingdom. And it's yeah. like, in, in, in Atlantis. Atlantis yeah. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Um, That's going to be, like, well, I, I really love what they're doing, the underwater stuff. Love it. I wonder if you'll see her use her powers. I fucking hope so, dude. I really, okay, really hope fucking... so. Um, Aquakinesis or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. Hydrokinesis. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, hydro, hydrokinesis, because it's the same that aqua, same thing that Aqualad's got, right? Yeah, he's is very similar. Kinda. Yeah. yeah, but he he uses like technology. Hers is. Yeah, hers is um, in um. Yeah, inherited. Inherited. Yeah. Um, it's part of her people. Yeah. People's like whatever. Um, yeah. Nightcrawler as well. The the bat, the bat. Nightcrawler, mm. did you have you heard about that? The new, no. the mm. new vehicle. Well, that that this new vehicle that he's got is basically that's the thing that carries the team around. Oh, okay. And there's a part where he jumps into a vehicle and he's like, "My turn," and then yeah. it goes to Wonder Woman and you see this fucking giant like thing come down, this mechanical arm come down in front of her. It's like this eight-legged all-purpose terrain people carrier and i'm like yeah oh my god like you see you see in the front of it seeing the front of it and it's like it just looks mammoth i'm like yeah oh 
fuck, this is going to be brilliant, dude. This is going to be absolutely brilliant. And his Batman's yeah. new costume, like the black with the grey symbol. Symbol, yeah. Yeah, that looks fucking pimp. That looks badass. Um, <laughs> and then more more than it was, that... It was, it was kind of funny. Um, a friend of mine... Because like the posters came out a couple of days ago, yeah. And a friend of mine showed me the Batman one, and it showed like the, the outfit, like the black with the grey symbol and stuff. And he goes, I, I don't know if I like it. And <laughs> this friend of mine's a, a pretty big Batman fan. Yeah. I'm like, why not? He's like, oh, you know, the the grey part it looks too much like a target. And I'm like, that's kind that's of the, the point. point. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why the the symbol's yellow and shit. Like it's so dudes can aim at that when they're shooting because it's bulletproof yeah that's the <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay Mate, who was that no nah, never mind damn it um tell me after you record so i can so and, i can shun them um <laughs> was yeah and our first hey yeah Jake our first yeah. real look at jk simmons our first look at was, jim gordon that, I was very happy with that. Yeah, I was like, I, when I seen of you first seen the leaked the leaked image of him ages ago standing on top mm. of GCPD and just the look of him, I was like, oh yeah, like yeah, that's 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 Gordon, that's Jim Gordon, like from the comics, like you, there's no mistaking it. And then yeah. hearing him talk, but then hearing yeah. him talk directly to Batman, I was yeah. like, oh, that's Jim Gordon. That's. <laughs> I don't care what, what else he's played and whatever characters he will ever play in the near future, that is Jim Gordon from now until the end of time. Like, <laughs> it's, um... Like, when, when he spoke, I immediately got, like, flashbacks to the animated series. Yeah. That's... I feel like the voice is very similar to that Jim Gordon, which made me quite happy. Yeah, very, very nostalgic. Like, yeah. for, for me, anyway. Um... What else? Oh, another big part of it that I was like, this gave you a little bit of story. Um, you've seen the Amazonians fighting apocalypt apocalyptians. Well, parademons. Oh, yeah, parademons. So, I'm guessing this is just my theory of it is that we we already know that Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman has encountered. Or, I don't know her herself, but I know the Amazonians have encountered Apocalyptians before. That's mm. why the mother boxes, the mother box, three mother boxes already on Earth. That's why Apocalyptians are, uh, that's why the Parademons are there searching for the mother boxes. Now, I think that this, a, a major war happened before with Apocalyptians and they had heroes back then that fought them off. Yeah. So, I'm I, I'm thinking we're gonna see that war, that old war told through, told through Diana, and I, I really hope I really hope that's what they do because like you see, then we'll be able to see a big battle. You know what I mean? Like you know what would be really interesting though yeah. if you see, like this, or not even see but like even hear about it, this old, because like you know how she says like you know they said the Age of Heroes would never return or whatever. Yeah. What if, like, right now it's, quote-unquote, like, the Bronze Age or the Modern Age and the old Age of Heroes was, like, the Golden Age characters? Like JSA or something. Yeah. 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 That that like would a- be. Adam Scott, Green Lantern, you know, Hawkman and, like, Jay, Jay Garrick Flash. Yeah. Sort of stuff. 
that that that'd, would that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, because you know what that I I fucking I highly doubt that they would, but it it could be done because it's like mm. yeah, there's you <laughs> could have these kind of meta humans back then, but they just didn't want to. You know, there's no there's no World Wide Web back then. There's no yeah yeah. It, it's anything anything that's you know Bigfoot was still a mystery. You know, Bermuda yeah. Triangle was still a mystery back then. So you could it could be very very plausible to have that. So that would be fucking awesome to see. Yeah, but, um, I'd be mad like you know Diana's telling the story because she would have been there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she would have. Yeah, she would have fought alongside fucking Jay yeah. Garrick. You know, yeah, like that. That would be fucking excellent. Um, Look, it, I'm just I'm just gonna come right and say it. I just I want to see Doctor Fate. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I, I I reckon I reckon we'll see Doctor Fate in Justice League Dark. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I I think that that will be someone. I don't think he'll be a main. I think he'll be someone that's hinted at. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, you know, just to throw well, in or there. He'll be like you know someone that they go to for help. Yeah, yeah. You so know, what? that's probably that's probably a lot more plausible mm. than than just throwing throwing him in there because he would be very he's he would be a good character to just just to get information out yeah yeah but he'd be a good mentor as well i think mm. um you know wise old man sort of thing yeah even, even though he's a bit of a cunt but you know <laughs> um i fucking love him i love him so much he's sorcerer supreme fuck dr strange <laughs> yeah Nah, definitely. Doctor, Doctor Strange fighting Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate wins every time. Yeah, hand, hand, I have to say, like that's not just a DC thing. That's hands down. I think mean, he's yeah. a lot more powerful than than Doctor Strange. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Justice League trailer. I really, really fucking loved. It, nothing, nothing. The closest thing to Superman we got was seeing Lois Lane. Yeah, I was like, uh, yes, yeah. more, more of that, more of that. Please, because I'm like I want to see. Really, you know, it comes out in November, so we're what, um, seven, eight yes. months away. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, so I really, really hope that we don't see anything to do with Superman until the movie, and when because it's it'll make such such a bigger impact. When yeah, the movie comes essentially, out. what they need to do is what Disney did with Force Awakens and Luke. Yes. Yeah. Except, you Except know, not give, yeah. at the last five seconds. <laughs> yeah, give Superman some dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe a page or two. I don't know. But yeah. Like I mean it's it's pretty obvious that Superman will come save the day. Obviously. Batman Batman holding up a lightsaber to Superman in <laughs> <laughs> a mountain. <laughs> um, Batman's always crying. <laughs> um Yeah, I really, really like that. Because th- that's the only negative feedback I've seen on the trailers so far is people being that, like that's been blowing my Superman. mind like yeah I've, I've seen like these comments seem pretty legit like where's Superman is it in the Justice League I'm like do you do realize he died yeah in Batman vs Superman like yeah not, that's you know but that that's this this just goes back to what I'm talking about how I it, it's dangerous when people are like they don't they they don't either know the source material which is like you know pretty you know that's not too dangerous because i think that happens a lot nowadays but Mm. 
when they just don't they, think they just don't pay attention yeah they do, do not do not pay attention to the film that's going on and yeah. it's like dude did you you you's bitched and complained about batman versus superman so much it's like then we had another movie after that where they say superman died mm-hmm. they they held a funeral like yeah. it's like what more do you need like are you people watching the same fucking movies you morons yeah um <laughs> And the, the only the only legitimate complaint I've seen about the Justice League trailer is um, Cyborg CGI, which, taking a close look at it, it does look very fake. Yeah. Um, and like I'm not I'm not even talking about the the metal like the the suit itself, but Vic's face, his actual face looks very CGI. Yeah, like, I, th- I think yeah, I think but, that's you know, that could just be like unfinished. Yeah, I hope. I th- I, th- I really feel that that's unfinished, but I think mm. that's I think that's got to do with the lighting of the film too, um, yeah. Because it is it is all very shot, very Batman vs Superman and Man Steel kind of that grey wash, mm. very dark tones, um, sort of feel. And I don't think I think CG works when you have flesh then dark tones of flesh with that kind mm. of color palette. But I think if you've got shiny metallic objects, it doesn't work too well. I don't think it it yeah. it, it translates as well. Um, mm. But in saying that, yeah, I did I, love like him, you know, shooting the debris and then stopping the tank. Like yeah. the way he moved and he, stopped that tank was fucking mad. Did it, sound, it looked like he had the the fucking white noise cannon? Like he had the yeah. the sound cannon. I'm like, yeah. if that's, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what more do you want? Like fucking a. Yeah. The, the and only... at least at least once in the movie he has to say booyah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <He has> to. <laughs> oh, dude, that was another complaint that I heard about it was um so it was one I forgot. Like what Cyborg doing in there isn't he in Teen Titans? And I actually oh. <laughs> actually seen one comment that said uh this is bullshit. Um Cyborg's in Teen Titans go. And I'm like Oh wow. Yeah, I'm like, are you? I just, I felt, ah, oh, I felt like messaging, messaging that guy, direct messaging, and be like, dude, you need to take that off because you sound like an idiot. Like, not, <laughs> yeah. not replying on it. Like, actually, direct yeah. messaging him. Just, just helping the dude out. It's like, look, yeah. I'm not bagging you up, but just get rid of it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get yeah. torn to shreds. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> fucking morons. Yeah, I'm, I'm. My, oh, there was one one last thing. The last thing that I'll mention too is that I I was kind of I was pretty opposed to it before seeing the trailer when when um I think it was the exact producer and he was saying and Snyder and they were saying that Justice League was always meant to be more lighthearted than yeah. Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. I was kind of yeah. against it because I was just kind of like, that feels like a little bit too little, too late. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like yeah. is. I mean, I mean, if they're staying true to their word and like what they said, you know, ages ago. Yeah. Well, what Zach said ages ago was this was always going to happen. Like, you know, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman. Like everything leading up to this was meant to be dark and not not so much depressing but just like have that serious tone yeah and it's it's like that progression for batman to sort of 
become the hero that we know him to be. Yeah, that. Then it, it'll be all right. It'll feel like a natural progression. But if they're talking out of their ass and going, "Hey, we need to be more like Marvel. Let's put jokes in," then it won't work. Yeah, and and pe- people will see that. Yeah, and that's that's what I thought they were doing prior to watching this trailer. I was like. Because uh, it's one of those things, it's like you, you can hear people talk about it all you want, but until you see something to do with the final project or the final mm. project itself, only then can you judge it. And you're like, mm. okay, yeah, no, they, they did they did mean to do this or, or they weren't just pandering. Um, yeah. Watching the trailer, I was like, they're, they're not pandering. Like the, the tone of it, how it's shot and everything is all very much the same. Like... Yeah, it's consistent. It's, yeah, and I'm like, good, like, thank you. Th- thank you for sticking to your guns and just doing mm. what you set out to do. Because like what you said, like, I loved when Snyder said that, when he's like, um, you know, we're, we're going to see this progression of Batman into the Batman that we know. Like, when we meet mm. him, he's, he, he's already he's at the razor's edge. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, he... He, he's lost himself. He doesn't mm. know what to do. And it's like, th- there's this progression. And I'm like, and it's the same as Superman. It's like, Man yeah. of Steel is about finding out who you are. And then, you know... I mean, that, that's that's the whole point of all this, is we're, we're seeing Superman become the Superman we know. Yeah, and it's like, oh... Like, like by, by, by the end of all this, we're going to have the Superman that stops a, a child from tossing himself off a building just yeah. by talking yeah we're gonna have that eventually yeah, exactly. we're gonna have that superman like from kingdom come and he's mm. like we we're not here to rule hu- humans we're, we're here to live with humans and mm. the you know the justice league as a society is here to propel humankind and help it no matter what and above yeah. all human life comes first and it's like Yes, that's that. Like you, you've seen a hint of that in Batman vs Superman, hmm. with Superman saving people. Um, yeah, we're gonna I mean, see even, it even like Batman's dialogue at the end of yeah, Batman vs Superman. Yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah, all of that. So I'm, I'm tremendously happy with with the tone of this because like Batman's kind of, you can see he's loosened up, and like all right, I know Batman doesn't always crack jokes in the comic books or, or you know the, the Batman the Batmans that I love but mm. seeing this Batman and him being uh, not not happy but it felt like he's enjoying this because this is why this is why Batman exists you know what I mean for him yeah and I'm like yeah, yeah fuck yeah this is this is enough, I, f- I feel like the the only the, uh, there are only two parts in the trailer where I feel like Batman said something funny. The yeah. first one was when Ezra was like, you which, know, what's your superpower? And he says, I'm rich. Yeah. And the other one was where Gordon was like, it's nice to see you playing well with others. Yeah. Heckle has his dialogue and he's like, it, it may be temporary. Like, they're funny to us, but I feel like he's when not Bruce said them. Yeah, he's not joking. He's yeah. just being serious. Yeah, he's so. yeah, and that's that's what I mean. I'm like, but like that's we're gonna we're gonna look at that and be like, that's funny. Like they're they're yeah. the they're the parts where it's like oh you know you, this is where you need to laugh like this is the kind of comedic relief, but then when you step inside the character, because he says it with such a 
He doesn't say it with a smirk. He says it yeah. in that deadpan. He sa- he says it in all seriousness. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, it feels like it's like that's the, that's Batman because it's like that's Batman enjoying it, but that's Batman also being like, I don't know how to connect with people. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say, like, state the absolute obvious of what this yeah. is. You know, <laughs> it's like to us that is incredibly funny to watch, but like mm. when you step inside the character, it's something completely different. So I'm like, I'm yeah. fucking glad that they're they are doing that. I'm glad that they're sticking to their guns and doing that. So this movie is going to be fucking fantastic. I'm already putting it down there. It's going to be massive. Biggest movie of 2017, I reckon. Oh, no, you know what? Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman will be bigger. As much as I'm excited for Justice League, I'm just as excited for Wonder Woman. And I think that'll Mm. be so much bigger just because it's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, this this is our first big superhero. Well, this is our first, first big Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. It's the first big female superhero solo movie as well. Yeah. So it, it's got a lot of weight on its shoulders in terms of that. Yeah. But, I mean, from what we've seen and early buzz, it sh- it'll it'll do okay. Yeah. It'll it'll handle it. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it'll be able to bear the weight of the responsibilities that I think people want this to live up to. I think it's gonna yeah. gonna do it intri- incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, um. On it's, that, I don't know. I, I feel I feel like kind of like a lot of people and like a few people that I've talked to have pretty much given up on the DCEU. Yeah. <clears throat> They're just like whatever. I don't care anymore. Yeah. But uh, like, and I get it. Like Batman vs Superman was a good movie. Um, the theatrical cut. Looking back on it now. Not that great. Yeah. The Ultimate Edition does clean up a lot of the issues, but I think by the time that came out, it was too little too late. Yeah. Um, and Suicide Squad was so polarizing with audiences. Like, it was just split down the middle. You yeah. either liked it or you fucking hated it. Yeah. I, I personally liked it, and I think I think a lot of that tends towards the bias that I have towards DC anyway. Yeah. So I'm still willing to give them another shot. Yeah. You know, well, and, but yeah, like so many people have just been like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So, look, I, I'm like you said with with Suicide Squad. I I've watched it I think five times now, and I just I just bought the DVD the other day. Um, mm. Look, I I obviously I liked it, but I think with that film, that is that is bias with me, and it's like I do see why people didn't like it. I just don't yeah. think I just don't think it should be given that rap that it's gotten given because I think people take something and they blow it out of proportion. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is this is horrible about it or like there's no there's no this or there's no that and it's like, well, like maybe just watch it again and you maybe get rid of that bias because yeah. that that's exactly I mean, I mean, what I've done. Like I've watched in, in it. The end. In the end with Suicide Squad, like, it, it obviously had editing problems. Like, oh, there was some choppy editing in it. Yeah. And they made a mistake with the villain. Like, it should have been a smaller story. Yeah. But it was just a fun movie, so. Yeah. And I in think... In the end, like, I, I was entertained and I got what I wanted out of it, I yeah. suppose. And I think that that's, that's the bias I'm talking about because it's like I've, I've watched it with my DC goggles on. 
and been like, mm. yeah, this is fucking excellent. Oh my God. Like Deadshot. Oh my God, Harley. Like everything. Mm. But then you know, I've watched it again with the bias, with the DC goggles off. And I'm like, okay, look, I I can understand why people didn't like it. But the, the mm. rate at which people are like, we fucking hate this is like, okay, it's still a good movie without the bias. So maybe mm. just watch it without that. Like you said, have fun with it. Do not take this film seriously. Watch yeah. it and think, you know, I'm going to be watching Ocean's Eleven or Dirty Dozen. Like, mm. it's a fun film. Um, but with yeah. Batman vs. Superman, I think it's just... I think with the... It's it's funny. I, I, mean, I, think, I think overall there's just too much interference from Warner Brothers themselves, like the yeah. executives. Yeah, I mean, they what they need to do is just let the creators do what they do. Yeah, because th- th- they're, they're trying to. And I, I, I hope, I think they're starting to get that. Yeah. I, well, them, <laughs> them moving in Jeff Johns into a, a much bigger role, like, hmm. and and kind of more comic book people into the movie universe. I think they are starting to get it because they're moving hmm. the the movie kind of people out of the movie because it's like yeah well like this is what's selling these films is like why are comics doing why are the comic book stories doing as well as they are because they've got good editors they've got Mm. good creators they've got good editors it's like that's what they need in the movie universe so it's like okay they finally put two and two together and been like okay let's let's get some people from the comic book world over here to help us then yeah. Mm. And then when it comes down to like the marketing and stuff, I think that's when the production company, yeah, look, take over all that shit, take all that, but give the final cut, the story, leave that up to the creative teams. Like let the director, yeah. editor, let them do that. Yeah. Let let yeah. them they've already nutted out this this movie for, for years. So let mm. them finish it off. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think I think in the end I don't know. I just want to say, like anybody listening to this that have given up on the DCEU, just give them one more chance. Yeah. No. Like, give Wonder Woman a shot. If you come out of it hating it, and if it ends up being a bad movie, then yeah. by all means, <laughs> yeah. see you later. Yeah. So. I just want, yeah, and I and I want to add on to that is take take the bias goggles off, like. Mm. We've all watched Marvel at this point. Have got like twenty films, I think. Um, yeah, like not, they've got this down to a fucking science. Yeah, you know? but also more than that, dude. <laughs> those those twenty films, twenty of them aren't fucking stellar. You know what I mean? Mm. There's there's three or four in there that are absolutely horrid. You people never turn their back, and they were they were early <laughs> ones too. People didn't turn their back on Marvel then. Mm. So you know, you stuck with it and. And look what's yeah, coming out. Like we've got Guardians of the forget, Galaxy. You know? A lot of people tend to forget that Iron Man two and three sucked. Balls. Yeah, dude, <laughs> the fucking the first Hulk. Dude, I love. Oh, I, 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 I love the Hulk. I love the Hulk. But that that first one, yeah, it, it got wasn't, shit on pretty hard. Yeah, but like it, yeah, it just it really wasn't that good. Um, I love I love the second one with Norton Edward Norton. That yeah, was, that's that's the one I love. Yeah, the Norton one. Yeah, the, the first the first one is they had the fuck that um I think it was Chris Christopherson. Eric. Yeah, Eric Banner. Yeah, and Eric Banner and fucking had Hulk dogs. Had a Hulk poodle. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know yeah, what I mean. 
No, um, yeah, I really, I really dug the Norton one. Like that got shit on pretty hard as well. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, that that got shit on. But I'm like, I don't understand. That was really good. Like Abomination, <laughs> down seeing, down seeing down. Fight Abomination was one of the like it got the blood pumping in me. I was like, yeah. this is a sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, I'm watching. We're watching two Hulks go at each other. Fucking a. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, we'll we'll have to we'll put a we'll put a pin in there because I think we're we've gotten quite gotten a bit long. Yeah, gotten a really long on this one. So, um, <laughs> but we had a lot to catch up on, and we gushed a lot about Justice yes. League. So, yes, we did. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. So that's it until next week, comic book readers. So, yeah, have a good one. Right, see ya. <laughs>